everyone. Welcome to Millennial Faith and the second part of our amazing two-part series, Against the Norm. We have Byron and Mariah Rideau continuing their discussion about life, marriage, and purpose. If you're just joining us, we encourage you to check out part one. It was fun listening to Byron's poem, their journey through challenges, and Mariah's empowering message Today, though, we switch gears to relationship tips and knowing what to do when you're waiting for the one. Welcome back, guys. All righty. So going back to, you know, your marriage now. So there are a lot of people that are struggling to find the one, you know, or they're like, okay, I'm dating this person right now. I'm not really sure if they're the one or not. And so for those listeners, can you kind of highlight or run through how both of you knew that you were meant for each other? Something that I realized early on in in our dating was that we never were looking. <laughs> I never thought. First, I I thought it was like gonna be a nun. I was like, I'm not getting married. I it wasn't. I wasn't really looking to get married. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't looking. He's oh, wow. <laughs> like, really? She's too hot. No, I used to love watching Sister Act too with Whoopi Goldberg, and I thought I'd be a cool nun. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. So an- one analogy I like that I believe is from one of our pastors, Nick Nelson at Lakewood, is we were talking about dating and finding your mate, and for the people that are looking to find their mate. And what's really funny about Byron and I, ironically, even though we did get married young, we Byron he was saying he wanted to get married not young, but he was never like I never thought this young. Yeah, he was never like okay, today is going to be the day I find my wife and we're going to get married in one year. Thank you, Jesus. And I was somewhere like, I just want to read books and like drink tea and like take eat donuts and take multiple naps. Sometimes the only only thing that like gets me to get out of the bed in the morning is like knowing I'm going to take a nap in a few hours. Like that's it. It's like, that's me. But something that I love this analogy of someone driving in a car, they know where they're going. They have their directions. They're following their GPS. They're in their car. They're driving and they're on the freeway they're on their way they're in their lane and suddenly you know there's another person in a different car in a different lane going the same speed going the same direction to the exact same destination and you're in your lanes and you're you're looking forward you're you're following the direction and the so you know the gps of god then you kind of look over at each other and then that's the moment when you see each other and you're like oh gosh like we're going to the same place and the same, but if you're constantly swerving mm-hmm. in different lanes and you're constantly, constantly making stops, making stops and you're it. constantly exiting off that freeway just to like try some, try a different route or whatever. So to see the scenery or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're take the scenic route, you know what I'm saying? And you kind of, you know, are constantly, like you said, looking in your rear view mirror at maybe the past people you were with through the past life you were living and you're not just looking forward, then you're never, you will not find that person. I, I don't think, or it'll yeah. take you a super long time. Yeah. Either way, God's going to get you where he wants you to be if you submit. But Byron and I were in lane side by side. We were in our own vehicles. We were looking ahead at our future and at our life. And we, we were, were never looking over. We were never looking over. Yeah, we were never looking over. And it was over. almost this moment where God was like, okay, now look to your left, now look to your right. And we saw each other. Like we said, we've known each other. We were driving on that freeway for like, a super long time. Oh, no. God, over. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We were living, you know, our lives. We were in our lane. We were really following God's voice separately in our lives. And we were never trying to swerve in any other lanes and figure out, you know, who can I be with now? Like, who can make me feel good? It's 
finding your mate starts with knowing Jesus makes you feel good and knowing that you're fulfilled because Jesus is the perfecter of your soul. And that knowing that you're fulfilled because Jesus has completely perfected you in in his love and not needing anyone else to make you feel secure make you make you feel whole or make you feel wonderful Mm -hmm. we're made in his likeness that should be enough and i think for us for some people you might be like all right so great great analogy or whatever but what was the destination and i think for us our destination was just jesus like i I had just gotten well not just but i had gotten a relationship before mariah and i was like you know what god like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna follow you and i'm gonna I'm going to pursue you and nothing else. And then all of a sudden, this girl that I've known from almost my whole life came out of nowhere. And I was like, dang, this girl is beautiful. And she loves Jesus and blah, 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 blah. And so, but she never looked over. And that was the thing. I was driving. I looked over and I was like, all right, God. Okay, we seem like we're going the same direction. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens. And then from there, she kind of looked over a little bit, a little (laughs) bit more. And then finally... We ended up getting to the destination at the same time, and it was like, oh my gosh! But we're still, we're still driving though. We're yeah. not. But now we're just in yeah. the same. Now we're, now, the we're same just, car. now we're just in the same car. So but, it's like we're we're still driving. We're still going to the same place. We're still pursuing Jesus. But you will not. I don't believe that you'll truly find that person. Maybe in God's time, the timing that He set up for you. I think sometimes we can delay our blessings. Yeah. When God's like, I wanted to give this to you, mm-hmm. you know, ten years ago. But you got to somebody else. Ooh, but you, Ooh, but you good. took that exit, girl. Uh, uh, you took, you took that bookie. <laughs> what is wrong with Girl, you? Went to Arby's. Wasn't nothing in that Arby. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Favorite my god, analogy. You like for those, analogy, babe. For those really for those of you you're looking and like God, you know, I want you know whatever. Right. Like I want I just want somebody to hold me. Yeah, I want to do. I think I think for both of us it was like, All right God, we just wanna pursue you and but he knew but he knows he knows our hearts and he knows what yeah. we want, he knows our desires, he mm-hmm. knew that before he created us, he knew that as he was creating us mm-hmm. and so he knew that mm-hmm. I would fall head over heels for Mariah and I think that's one of the reasons why I never looked over in my younger years because it would have been like, man, trying to date her from 15 to 22 to finally get married would have been hard, you know? <laughs> he waited yeah. until I was 20, and then he was like, now look over. And he's like, all right, it's going to take you about two years. But if you if you stay work with it and, and you work hard and you work on her and, I mean, work on the relationship and, and work with me and let me guide you, then we'll be able to get you to that yeah. place. And so... I think when you know how to pursue God well mm-hmm. and you know how to love God well, then you can pursue someone else. You can pursue a mate and love that mate well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that in the time where you're still learning to love well and you're still learning how to, you know, you're always learning how to pursue God. But when you're kind of putting it off and you're like, you know, I'll spend time with God tomorrow or the next day or the next day. I don't think that things like a, like a mate or things like a, like a spouse are just going to, God's going to hand it over. You know, I think he challenges us to okay yeah. if you can pursue me if you can be so deep entangled into me then i'll let somebody find you or then i'll let you find somebody you know does yeah. that make sense what we're yeah. saying yes, yes that makes does. a lot of sense i mean it kind of goes back to seeking first is righteousness right. and every other girl thing you, you better right. quote that scripture right. we didn't even have- <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good some cars yeah, with some cars. I think I'll use that analogy every single time now. Hey. 
Yeah, actually, you know, at the beginning of this interview, when Loretta kind of told y'all that we're researching and you were like, oh God, what? Actually, I was quite impressed. I could not find a lot about you, except obviously your blog and the conferences you preach in, which is good. You know, you guys, I can tell that all your efforts is towards God and towards Jesus and just proclaiming his love to people. But also want to know, can you tell us something unique about you that the general public has no knowledge of? Uh, she has really soft feet. Brian, that is so weird. That's know, not what you're asking. <laughs> that is so, like, creepy. Did you say... Okay, let me think. Hold on, I got This is a tough question. Yeah, Something about, us, about that us that the public doesn't know. Let me think. The only thing I can think of, I'll say Byron's, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna say Byron's because he's not gonna say it. he's gonna like say something weird like something I don't know. First, he's really good at making breakfast, so that's like a really great skill. He's really really know, great right? breakfast maker. Know, right? Um, but it's second, is it second? I think something that people probably uh wouldn't know about Byron is like how of a personable person he is and how much like he'll invest into one person until he just he just will forever like he'll he goes and he he's he's such an includer and he'll go and talk to the one person that no one else is talking to and I think sometimes when you see like a you know a couple that you know has I don't want I think it may look like we have a lot of friends I don't know I don't it's really just us it's and It's really Aaliyah. like us and Aaliyah and, my, and our moms. But I think sometimes we can look at people who are like, quote unquote, popular, like, ooh, they have a blog or right. what ooh. ooh, a blog. They I don't know. Or like, they have Instagram followers <laughs> or whatever. Like, I think sometimes people assume for those people to like, want to hang out with people that are like them. Yeah. If that Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, you kind of yeah. expect those people just to be one way. And what I've always told about Byron, he's always been an influencer. He's always been a lover of people, but he's such an includer in a way that I had never seen before. And that's one of the reasons I fell in love with him was he would go and talk to that one person no one else was talking to. And another thing is during worship, like he was fully, he's always fully engaged, always. And even when I knew him at 15, he's always worshiped the same. He, even if he doesn't know the words, like he'll act like he does and like sing it really with all his heart. And for a girl that's super attractive and just for someone who may even just need a like help or like a hug, that being someone who's approachable and easy to talk to is incredible. And that's something about Byron that you wouldn't know unless you really, you know, obviously took time to spend with him and not everyone on Instagram or hearing this podcast would like get to hang out with us every single day. We like to hang out. But we like to hang out. So I think one us. thing for Mariah, which I think some of the people have been getting this with their blog, but guys, she is a really, really good writer. One, she's an amazing speaker. And I know that she oh, she tries to act like like uh, not that I'm she tries to act like an maybe, I'm maybe babe, I'm, talking. I didn't I'm an awkward turtle. I didn't you. So you're lying about Shh. She's an amazing, she's an amazing she's very she's, she's also very personable and she loves to speak from life experiences so and that's one of the reasons why I think that her sermons are always so good because she it's literally from a place from her heart and it's easier for her to talk about it because it's literally straight from her and uh, I mean she's already an amazing singer and I think everybody is, is starting to know that just from the videos that are out there whatever her singing and stuff like that but I know there's only like one or two videos of her speaking out there but anyway she's an amazing speaker and Byron and, is a liar, and that's my fact about him. And she's, he's very, lying. she's very sweet. She Thank also, you, 
she also loves like doing things for other people. So she'll go over and beyond just like buying gifts or if she can't buy a gift, she'll buy food. Even if we don't have money in the account, like she, she <laughs> loves to do things for other people and not because to be like, Oh, Mariah did that for me, but literally to be like, Oh my gosh, like somebody did something nice for me today. She loves doing that. Like we'll be in line at a coffee shop and she'll end up buying the person's coffee behind us. And the guy's like, what the heck? And it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> that, that is my favorite thing to do. And that so is the it's truth. like, it's Thank like little, it's like little Christmas gifts, but in a cup. And, from and we around. love Christmas all year round. It's like Christmas all year round. So, but yeah, she's, yeah, that's, that's the one thing from Mariah. Guys, sorry for being so weird, but when, like, I don't know. Byron's so nice and I feel so like, why are you being so nice? You're my Why wife. I don't have saying, a choice. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. That's I good. Do That's some good. Time yeah. to time. Yeah. Even and I have, like, preached before, but it's, to me, I'm so, it's so awkward. She makes, she makes me, like, feel insecure because I'm supposed to be, like, the speaker and the preacher and stuff. I'm like, dang, babe, you're really good. Like, it I need to go read my Bible some more. Year. It takes me a year to come up with a sermon and I'm like I'm like yeah I need about a year in advance if you want me to come speak because it takes me 12 months to come up with the sermon that's not true everybody out there you don't have to give us a year give us like a couple weeks and we're down we're good. We're good. <laughs> okay all right so in addition to you know what we just talked all we've talked about can you you know help our listeners out with some resources that you read or listen to yeah. or you know how you stay plugged in, you know, to, to believe in this life that is not the norm. Something for me, for girls, um, one thing is for young married couples, uh, The Power of a Praying Wife and The Power of a Praying Husband. Yeah. Those are two really great books um, that we have. Mm. One is an app. I don't know if anyone really knows about this app. I think some people do, but it's called She Reads Truth, and it's an app on your phone, and it's a daily devotional. I don't know who the creators are. If they hear this, I love you guys, and I love your app. It's amazing. But it's just, it's called She Reads Truth, and it's an incredible app with just devos. It has, like, a Bible app on there, and you can, it's, I go, it's the first thing I do, I open my phone, and I go read something positive um, every day. Um, another thing trying to think honestly something that I love is any you know worship music and going home and turning off your tv and turning off your phone maybe text your mom and say like mom I'm turning off my phone like I'm alive don't freak out you know and then just like turn off your phone and just play some music and just sit there like that's my favorite resource I can't really give you a better one than that like just your own time is the best resource if that makes sense uh, one of the things I did yes. when I was younger, I did this uh, challenge. It was called the, it was called the proverb. It was like proverb in a month or whatever challenge. And so, it, like, cause proverbs has thirty one chapters, and so it's, a, it's yeah. a chapter for every day of the month. And so I did that, and I've done it like three or four times. But every time I read it, I always get something mm-hmm. new. And so I love doing that. And then there's also a book by Levi Lesko. I think it's called, like, Through the Eyes of, of a Lion or something yeah. like that. That book is amazing. Yeah. So I would encourage people to read those, just young people, because it, I think, Reading? Levi, yeah, Pastor Readers. Levi is really good with, like, just kind of communicating to younger yeah. people, too. And so, listen, listen, people, readers or leaders, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm trying to be a leader. Trying to be a leader over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, you guys. One more book. book. There's the Bible. A, 
there's a the Bible. Um, yeah, the Bible is the Bible is kind of like a default. Yeah. Another book for any young people, boy or girl, but of course, especially for girls. There's a book called Kisses from Katie, and it's an incredible book. And it was one of like the first books I read when I was trying to figure out like my purpose. And it wasn't the same as, you know, what my life has been, what this book is about. But it's basically about a girl that she, I want to say it was Uganda, but she moved and she now, she adopted all these kids. It's incredible. But it's by Katie J. Davis. And it's just a really good book. If you're like, Kisses from Katie, if you're looking just kind of for your purpose in life or trying to figure out like what to do next or what God has called you to or you're struggling with feeling like you don't have a purpose, um, that's a really good book. Oh, and The Purpose Driven Life by T.D. Jakes. Another good one. Yes. That's the best one. I've I've read that one. (laughs) Yeah, but you you guys have literally cracked us up the whole time. (laughs) So much fun. Yes. Yes, yes. We really appreciate all the knowledge, all the resources, you speaking to us and to our listeners about your you know, your life and for opening up to us. Thank you so, so much. And uh, to our listeners, oh, all the... What? You want to go on? Like, all right, you go? No, you got one more question, so don't worry. <laughs> right, it's going to be a big one, so get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to our listeners, all the resources they mentioned, they're going to be up on our website, and you can find them on uh, com and on their social media handles, which will also be posted on the website. And Byron and Mariah, we like to sign off our guests with one question. And it is, if you had a day with God, what question will you ask him? And why? Man, if I had a day with God. A whole day. A whole day. I've asked him a lot of questions. I feel like I would just ask him one question. The like finale question. Be like, how'd you make donuts? (laughs) My question to God would, I would ask him how to love. And I know that that sounds funny because loving is so simple, but loving is really hard when you have to love somebody that's really hurt you. Or loving is really hard when you have to love someone who maybe is not even hurt you, but hurt someone else that you love. Or maybe someone that doesn't even know how much they've affected you, or maybe it's someone who doesn't have you know, any remorse for something they've done to you those situations how to love your accuser how to love your abuser how if God's commanded us to love everyone how do we even like love our enemies and love how to love somebody that's done you so wrong that's done you like so women wrong that I've gotten, like, and I mean it's before, easy like, to say like love your neighbor as yourself or whatever but I would really ask God like I know you've commanded us to love but really can you break it down for me how to love when it's hard to love that would be my question Awesome. Anyone from you, Byron, or you kind of just like joined at the rib with her? I'd I'd ask him how to, what's the ultimate way of getting true and honest wisdom? I know it's kind of like from Solomon, but I would just love to have just true, genuine, authentic, Jesus felt wisdom and questions that I have throughout my day and different search, uh, different circumstances or situations where I have to make a big decision how just to have ultimate wisdom I think that and I think also just ultimate peace like what's how do I get peace like what is what is the guideline what is the recipe or whatever to get true peace just throughout the day and throughout life just because I feel like that is one of the things the enemy tries to grab the most because it says that God is the prince of peace yeah. And, and, you know, without peace, it's like 
we just get thrown off throughout the day. So I think wisdom and peace would be two of the things that I would try to understand and attain from. Okay, awesome. Those are two good questions. You you said it was hard. It wasn't See, hard. It's not that hard. We <laughs> <laughs> other people want to know. Yeah, the, well, the other uh, speakers said, uh, had their own questions as well. So hopefully you guys be listening yeah, we'll and yeah. hear other people's answers. They're, they're yeah. And so you already know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate your time and I hope you had fun as well. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, we had so much fun. We enjoyed recording this episode. We hope y'all had a great time as well. And we would like to thank our guests one more time. Mariah and Byron, thank you so much for coming on the show and being so transparent with us. For all resources, check out our website and we would love your feedback. You can send an email to hello at millennialfaithpodcast.com or you can tell us what you think on our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Till then, catch you next time on Millennial Faith Podcast. Oh my gosh, guys. Yay! (laughs) This is the end of our pilot season. We initially planned for just four pilot shows, Mm -hmm. but God just went overboard on us with more episodes. Plenty, plenty. And we're truly blessed and honored to grace your ears. Ears. Ears, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing we ask is that you share this podcast with friends, enemies, frenemies, and loved ones. And most importantly, please give us your feedback. Let us know how we can get better at this, what topics you want to hear. Uh, You can send an email to hello at millennialfaithpodcast.com or you can shout us out on facebook and instagram and also if you want to be featured for our upcoming season please send an email to talent at millennialfaithpodcast.com so we can put you in the lineup okay guys that's it signing off y'all bye bye love you